want myself. What up. am I looking for? Fires. I just have to make sure. <laughs> no, I just have to make sure we're not going to be evacuated because we live in a. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everybody. I'm the Pretty Good Movie Podcast. I'm Josh, and I'm uh, you're Ben. Yeah, I'm Ben. Then we had the air conditioner on. If you can hear it, that's your problem. Yes, now, because you're goddamn right. It's forty degrees. <laughs> it is forty it's, degrees. It's, it's so warm. It's kind of drowning out the sound, sound of the cicadas that we had present for the last mm. few episodes. Did I look? <laughs> Celsius. I, I would. I would like to breathe and continue yeah. doing the episode. I've refused to out. wear uh, the over-the-ear headphones for this week. Yeah, because it's too hot. It's <laughs> too hot. It's barely. Like, I mean, it's Ooh. too hot to have the it's hair on my hot. head, isn't it? It's hot. You know, so it's just it's sweat. It's been intense. Sweat, well, this isn't. This isn't the pretty good weather podcast. So no, we probably should no, move on. Move on. Uh, we saw the last Jedi. We did see the last, last Jedi. Night, uh, midnight release. Correct. So it's kind of just a bit tired, a bit hot, a bit. Sort of, it's all new to my brain, mm. so I don't know how th- how how this is going to go. But we're just going to give it our initial reactions in a bit. We are. But first, well, I'm also seeing it. Uh, you're seeing it again. We might be able to give some more broader, concise thoughts. Well, it was a double. Concise is the word I meant. <laughs> we might be able to talk about it in a bit more depth a bit later if we've seen it again twice. But for, yeah, for now, this is just sort of initial reaction yeah, stuff. I don't know when this is actually going up. Yeah. But the, this is release day mm-hmm. at the moment, and I'm seeing it again tonight. Yeah. So, yeah. Excuse me. Very exciting for everybody. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, God, yeah, it's not too, year. There's not too much else I have to say, really, for this week's episode. No, in not terms neither. of news not and too stuff. much. Let's talk about a couple music things, I think. And talk then... about music things. <laughs> I've got one thing. Yeah, you go first. I've got one music thing to go talk for about. It's a big one. See for my drink. It's a big one, and I can do a, I can do a physical, physical demonstration of it. <laughs> you ready? You ready okay. for this? You ready yeah. for this? Josh Holmes kicked a photographer in, oh, the, in the face, hasn't he? <laughs> Guitarist and lead singer of, of, of Queens of the Stone Age has kicked goodness. a female photographer in the face. Like, he's just kicked her in the face. He has kicked I saw the video Is after this? you made me watch it last night. Like, he's kicked her in the head. Mm. For no reason. He meant it, too. Yeah, he meant it. He did it with a smile on his face and kicked a woman in the head. Kicked a ca- Like, he didn't kick it. He kicked the camera. Into her face. So her eye was on it. and it, Yeah. So at a concert uh, recently, a couple of days ago, he uh, was playing up on stage, doing mm. a solo. He went out forward and there was the like the, the sort of ditch where all the photographers are in underneath the walkway. Um, and she was closest to the stage, taking a photo, never taken a photo before, got really close. He walked past her, looked at her, took a step back and then kicked the camera into her face. Yeah, I'm not sure why he did it. No, no one knows why. He issued an apology and then a verbal one on the, on the Facebook page where he's like... He's like, hey guys, sorry I kicked her in the face. Yeah, sorry, didn't mean it long. Yeah, it's like her name was... I think her name was Chelsea something. Um, go Chelsea! Go Chelsea! Yeah, Chelsea, and then, and, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea! He's, he's just saying like, oh, I, I need to sort myself out. Like, it, it was just weird. Everyone, it was, I don't know what was going on there. Because they've got this album that's all about arrogance and, and being popular and selling out mm. and being, like, money-hungry, evil people. So I don't know if he was trying to do, like, a little, like, foot kick at the camera and then just got too into it and, and he's just he's sconed a woman. Well, I looked at the video and it looked like he looked back and goes, I'm kicked that into a face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With a smile on his face. He's like, haha, gotcha. Also, like, don't kick a camera. Because that's expensive. He was trying to do that. Don't do that. Don't but, kick a woman. But just don't kick a woman in the face. Like, I don't care what, what your character motivation is on the stage or mm. whatever. Just don't kick a woman in the face. Yeah. Like, it's I'm she's into it. <laughs> like, even then. Nah, probably just I wouldn't. Even then. We talked about this. I wouldn't. <laughs> Not this particular... That's fine. <laughs> 
Okay, albums. Jesus. Music. You've got some. Uh, Robert Finley. Have we talked about that one? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I said it, I, we talked that he existed. Did we, did we say the album was out? No, I don't think so. We didn't. No, because I've been listening to it. I hope we didn't because if we did, we're just going to do it again. It's, I mean, it's fine. We'll do it again. No, we yeah. didn't. We just, I just said he had one song out. Okay. His album was out. Yeah, that's right. What do Coming you think? Out. Oh, good times. I think it's funky. I think it's very good. I've listened to it, I think, three times now. Or twice for me. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's like he's he's got a really old school style. Yeah, I was going to say you can feel how old he is. Yeah, like, yeah. And he's brought that up. Um, Dan Dan's doing some instrument instrumentation. Dan Airbach. Or, yeah. Um, so it's got it's got that modern contemporary black keel, key, keels. Keels. Keys feel black keels, <laughs> black keels. Um, so it's, I think it's a good blend. It's yeah, it's it's very much. I don't know. The, the music sort of sits back for him to do his sing thing, which is important. It's I very think, important, especially with his sort of vocal style yeah. and the way he does songs. Some lyrics are a bit interesting. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, they kind but, of like they're really old old school style songs, like lyrically as well. Yeah, also. Just a, the, the song called "Honey, Let Me Stay the Night." Yes, coming from a seventy-six-year-old man is quite unsettling. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, and some of them are like, and he hits those high notes later on the album mm. as well. It's impressive. It's really impressive. He's got work. a pretty good range for an old boy. For an old boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I read an article that said um, Robert Finley's a man who's um, been discovered two decades too late, mm. or something like that. Where people are just like, "Why? Where has he been?" Why, is this, why has no one found this guy yet? They had to wait till he lost his eyesight. <laughs> trying to be a singer. Yeah, of course. Wonderful. Yeah. That happened. That's what happened. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that is what happened. Yeah? That is what happened. <laughs> what do you mean? He's blind. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I thought there was like more to that. Really. No, he became blind and then immediately after became a singer. popular. Yeah. Oh, popular. In any sense of the word. Yeah, okay. Right. That's, that's a weird... Like within a year. That's a weird sequence of events to yeah. connect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the article I read, man. I'm going to give it out of five. I get a four. Yeah, same. Okay. So it's a solid four. Yeah, it's good work. Good work. <laughs> to you and Robert. Yeah. <laughs> good work. Uh, Jimmy Eat World dropped an acoustic EP of three of the tracks off their, their last album from last year. Yep. And uh, what, is there something in my face? Is there something in my face? Your hair. <laughs> that's gross, dude. Uh, I had it wrapped that's around fucking your ear. Um, so that's pretty cool. No, leave it in. No, just keep going. My keep phone's it ringing. I don't care. Jesus Christ. Talk um, about the EP. I will talk about the EP. Yeah, Ben's just answering a phone call on the show. Hello. He's going out the front. He's leaving the house to do this. That's fine. Um, yeah, so Jimmy Will dropped an acoustic EP. And also, I think, an acoustic, two acoustic Christmas songs as well. It's pretty interesting. I don't know the names of the Christmas songs. I haven't listened to them. The acoustic EP is pretty good. It's uh, Get Right, Integrity Blues, and Sure and Certain from their album Integrity Blues last year. And the really good acoustic takes, Integrity Blues is, is, is a crushingly depressing song, regardless. But the acoustic version, it is a lot sadder. It's just Jim uh, in, the, in the studio, I think. There's a few live sessions on YouTube, and it's just really sad. Sad? Yeah. One of the songs is just really sad, acoustic. Yeah. Why? Is he all right? No. No, no, no. No, he had a dramatic breakdown of a, a marriage. Oh, no. Did you say that already? <laughs> No, I didn't say that already. Oh, just, it's just sort of... That sucks. The album Damage is, is sort of all about that. Oh, so it's another turn blue. Yeah, kind of. But let's unkey? Is it really like... No, like he's sort of... Damage is, is upbeat but depressing lyrics. Yeah. And Integrity Blues is kind of... It goes from I'm really sad and this song is sad mm. to 
it's all right. It doesn't the end is the end is beautiful. Gotcha. Which is literally one of the songs in the album mm. called that. Mm. But that's sounds, not sounds what like... we're talking about. We're talking about the acoustic EP then. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> This is what happens when you leave the room on a phone call. Have you enjoyed that little foray into Jimmy Eat World's album from last year? Oh, wonderful. Yeah. There you go. That's it, man. That's it. I've been been listening to a couple of albums from this year that I missed. Yeah. But I haven't got enough of an opinion on them yet because Mm. I'll just wait for the album music episode. Album music episode. That's it. Miles Kennedy, the lead singer of Alter Bridge, has released the lead single from his new solo project coming out next year. It's called Year of the Tiger. Heard that one. Heard the song. Yeah. Because I just decided to play it. Yeah. So this is stuck in my head. Here it is. And you played it and then we just went back to lot, not listening to music at yep. all. It comes out on March 9th, the album. Really? Yeah. Nice year. Wow. This yeah, thing is really good though. It's not at all like Alter Bridge. No. Very acoustic. It's just kind of him He's doing, his, doing his high voice thing. It's really good. Excuse me. It's really good though. I've had a, I've had a really I'm fun impressed. time with it the past few few days. Yeah. And I... I because I sort of burnt out on Alter Bridge a little bit mm. when I progressed past my hard rock period of my early <laughs> oh, teens. Oh, yeah, we've all, all been there. Of my early teens, and some of that stuff's still pretty all been good. there. But, uh, shut up. But <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised how much I've found enjoyment in it. Because mm. going into it, I wasn't really expecting anything, and I, I wasn't even going to listen to the album. I mean, yeah, but, yeah it's really... And you did a little check on Facebook, have a listen for three seconds, and you're like, hang on. Yeah. It doesn't sound like shit. Interesting. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's pretty much it though. I mean, Tyler Water, music guy on YouTube, yeah. who sings songs and does songs and covers, has, <laughs> has released a, a cover of every song of Taylor Swift's latest album, which I haven't listened to yet, but I'm assuming it's no, better it's than... It came out hours ago, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming it's, it's a bit better than Taylor Swift's album because I, I think yeah, it would just have instruments in it. Yeah. <laughs> which is pretty cool. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Mm. That'd be nice. I like I'll that check one. that out and get back to you. <laughs> I won't. Check out real instruments. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, that it. That it for about our music section. Anything I think so. I don't, yeah. I don't really have. I mean, you haven't got any games, any sport. We'll just go straight into movie news. I mean, like, there's sport and stuff. There's nothing dead, like standing out that I need to discuss. Roy O'Donovan's injured, isn't he? He is. He is injured. <laughs> uh, Man City have extended their gap at the top of the Premier League a little bit more. I don't think yeah. Chelsea are going to catch them. Although both teams won this past week. James. But yeah, nothing, nothing huge it's, there. It's, it's, it's interesting doing this week to week again, and we yeah. have not much happens. It's not like an hour of news. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Let's talk yeah. about the movie. Well, um, just to start off movie news, I want to talk about the biggest fuck up. Not what the biggest fuck up. We know what the biggest fuck up of the year was, but one of the best fuck ups of the year in the movie world <laughs> is the poster for Ready Player One. Oh, it's disgusting, isn't it? I mean, look at the man's right leg. Like serious balance issues here. <laughs> Serious. Um, that's going to be on the Pretty Good Movie Awards uh, fuck ups of the year, I think, at the moment. Because I mean, sure is. Go check it out. Like this guy's leg. We should really start is like, so drafting broken. the categories for the awards. Yeah, I think so. Soon as well. well it's about the same as last time, but without a couple of special ones every day too. But yeah, also the trailer drop for that, which is just interesting, isn't it? <laughs> just, it's just a lot of other people's properties in in Spielberg's films because he's famous and he can just get whatever he wants because he's a lot of money he's got a lot of money and, and prestige at the moment yeah <laughs> um, the Crow reboot's back on again I think that was I, off I, I, on in the first oh, place oh boy this film I don't I honestly don't think it's ever going to get made it has been cancelled I think three times now because the lead they, they get a script and the director the director drops out or they get a lead actor then the lead actor drops out and the director drops out 
Mm. And then they stop it again, and it's back on again. No one knows who's playing anyone or who's making the thing. It's just back on again. We don't need to make it. The first one's amazing anyway. Also, there was like sequels that were just shit house. Also, please just let this be Brandon Lee's last film. Nah, get him in. I know he's dead. <laughs> you, you saw my mouth open. <laughs> I knew he was dead. Um, last one. I haven't got many. Have you got many? I've none. Uh, well, big one, though, is that it looks like um, Ben Affleck's out as Batman. Oh, Batfleck, yeah. So what do you think about that? I think he is dead inside. Oh, I and he hates it. <laughs> I think it's killed him. And every movie that he's been in has been shit, and I don't blame him. Has he ever done a franchise before? Because maybe this is... Daredevil and I burnt him. But that was one. Yeah, but it... Was he an Electra? It was meant to be a franchise, but it was shit. Yeah, okay. So it's burnt him. Because, yeah, no, I don't think he's... He might not, it might not be cut out for the whole franchise filmmaking because it's much more, like, constant and grueling and mm. it's the same thing over and over again. And if his heart's... If your heart's not in it, it becomes work. <laughs> not fun. Like, work. <laughs> you know, like, 16-hour day yeah. work. Yeah. Like, I have to get in this god-awful, not-ventilated bat suit and just, like, act like I'm serious. And all I want to do is fucking scream at every member of the crew. I want to get Zack Snyder. I want to get his face close to mine and just scream at him. Oh, he's had a tough time. Though. He has had a tough time. Both of them have had a tough time. Yeah, Batfleck. I, just... I heard that it's going to be Hall or John Hamm. Same. As Batman. The new Batman. I know. We talked about it with Nicola. We do that, we do, yeah, but conflicting opinions. See, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a John Hamm. I think it should be Hall. Yeah, I know. That's interesting. I don't know. I just, I just, I just love Jake Gyllenhaal, and I like him doing things that aren't franchise movies. Yeah, and I feel like he's going to be gone for a while if he I, does that. I understand that, but I see him more as a. I see him as, as well. I see John Hamm. He can be Bruce Wayne, but I don't like him as Batman. Mm. And I feel like Gyllenhaal, you jack him up. Yeah, he's both. Yeah. Okay. I can see it. John Hamm's kind of. But I don't know. For some weird reason in my brain, I just see, I see Gyllenhaal being more of a Joker than a Batman. Because of his big mouth laugh, right? Yeah. And Nightcrawler. Yeah. And that whole movie. Well, he could do either. Really. <laughs> just cast him as everyone. Be, I mean, if you, if, but if you pick John Hamm as, as Batman, then just give Hall Joker and Shaft Jared Leto. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Definitely do that. Get rid of the tattoo on his head. <laughs> Cactus tattoo. Just, re, just clean it. What we clean should the do, whole thing. Trash the universe. Yeah. And then just make a new one. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 I'm like, left eye hurt then. Did you see that? Did you see that blink? I didn't know. I hurt. Oh, yeah, X-Men have gone back to Marvel. Yeah, apparently. I just happened I've heard. Uh, Seconds ago. Sorry, there's been no official announcement from Marvel, but mm. general idea is that it's already done deal. What's... Wow. Like, that quick? Yeah, they're back. Why, why have they done that? Because not... their movies have been getting worse and worse, and they hired a rapist really? as, as a director two times now. Who? Brian Singer... Has child sex allegations. Really? And he has for like 10 years. What do you mean? Oh, I, just, I don't know much about Brian Singer. And they just kept letting him making... Don't and Brett Ratner as well. Yeah, yeah. Brett Ratner's... Oh, boy. So... Oh, boy, Brett Ratner. They've just clearly made bad choices. <laughs> They're just like, now nah, we're done with this. So, yeah, it'd probably be pretty cool to have them have them back. I mean, they fixed Spider-Man pretty quickly, <laughs> didn't they? So they could probably fix X-Men. Yeah, Make imagine. them less vanilla, boring people in black suits. True. And it's a good time as well with Hugh Jackman departing the character. Agreed. Of Wolverine, Agreed. you can just bring the whole thing back around. Isn't, isn't that New Mutants film out yet? Have they seen it? Have they seen it and gone, we need to get rid of this? Probably. 
Yeah, yeah no, it's not out. It's not out, but I, I have no anticipation for it. I don't think it's going to be very good. Yeah. It sounds like an interesting concept, but I just it looks flat. It's not going to be good. It's just, yeah. No, they, um, they should give it back. <laughs> Bring him home. And I think, from what I've heard, they have given it back, which is pretty cool. I know, it's nice, it's nice. Um, but, you know, it hasn't been given back. What? Star Wars. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, so we'll probably just move on to talking about Star Wars. You always cut that and study it. No, 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 leave it in. Star Wars Episode Eight. Yep. The Last Jedi. Well, see, I don't think it's a bad thing it's with Disney, though. But do you have any times I've read that, though? Oh, that Disney fucked it up. Did Disney ruin Star Wars? Yeah, constantly, constantly. Give it we'll back to, to George that. Lucas. We'll he get, won't we'll, make another one. We'll get to what other people thought about it shortly. Mm. And by other people, I mean one particular dude on IMDb uh, who made me laugh uh, at four good. in the morning when we got home. Because <laughs> he knew his stuff. So um, good. Star Wars, the last. Star Jedi. Wars, the last Jedi. The last one. There's only one. The last no, one. That's it. This is the last one. It's the last one. It's the final film. Uh, Ryan Johnson, directorial debut. Just Debbie. Johnson, just one. Johnson, just one of him. Johnsons. No, just Johnson. Oh boy, is it bedtime. We've uh, we've had so many cuts in this. Mm. Just for rambling, not funny jokes. Yeah, I know. I know. It's... So, this is taking a lot longer than the end product is going to be. Yeah. I think. What were you saying? I believe you were talking about how it was Ryan Johnson's directorial debut. It was Ryan Johnson's directorial <laughs> debut of a Star Wars film. Of a Star Wars film. Of a Star Wars film. Because he does Brick and he did Luther. He's going to do like a thousand more. Yeah, he's got a trilogy Apparently. already lined up. So you kind of hope this one's good, don't you? You do hope so. Because it's going to get three more of their bad. We don't need to hope anymore. We've seen it. We've seen it. It's a new own. hope. <laughs> or a different film because everyone complains. It is about. a different film. It's a different film. It's The Empire Strikes Back. It's, it, yeah, that's it. Uh... Did you, did, you, did you think that when it started? Like, open and crawl, you're uh, like, oh, no. Yeah, a little bit. I had, like, three seconds a of A little bit, just, yeah. Oh, this is, this is the same <laughs> movie. They've, they've done A New Hope again, and now they're doing Empire's Drives Back again. Yeah, well, not quite, is it? No, no. Did very different. Um, so, yeah. We're going to just talk about it for, like, five, ten minutes, I think, of just... That's it, total? That's it. Only goes to 19 minutes, the film. <laughs> One had tickets, midnight release. Yeah, it said it started at 12 or 1 and finished at 12.20, which was strange. <laughs> that hadn't even finished by it's, then, eh? It finished at like half past three. <laughs> like, it was... Yeah, it's a two and a half, a half hour uh, bloody midnight release film. That's crazy. Yeah. It took ages. But yeah, we're going to like not delve into anything plot-wise, just, just thoughts and opinions. And then after that... Individual scenes, thoughts on this, whatever. Yeah. Not um, too much, though, because it is brand new, but... Yeah, we're not going to be, like, major spoilers. In we're going to dissect every yeah, but frame like, of... Of a painting, which is that YouTube channel that breaks down films. Every frame of painting. It's a filmmaking thing. Okay, uh, yeah. so... So it uh, it starts right where Force Away... <laughs> so it starts right where Force Awakens left off. Fuck you! <laughs> Where's the start? Where's the start, John? It starts nowhere because we can't say anything. So go. it starts right where the force... You, st- you, st- you spoke. I was so ready. You spoke. Keep it rolling. I hate this. So does it start where the Force Awakens left off? Stop. We've never had this many issues. No, it's, it's, the- it's the heat. So it starts where the force. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it, dude. I can't it starts, do it. Starts, 
started the Force Awakens left off. No, 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 we have to get one. We're not laughing. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> Just don't make a noise until I've said it, and then we can move on. Why are we still rolling, really? So it starts where the Force Awakens left off pretty much straight away. It <laughs> Get rid of it. Cut it. Delete it. It's too much. It's too much shit. So it starts where the Force Awakens left off, doesn't it? Yeah, it's pretty, pretty much straight away. Yeah. From the end of that, we, we carry on. Mm. And it's, it, it's got all your favourite characters, old and new, except for the dead ones. <laughs> <laughs> there you got your... You got your uh, you got your Luke Skywalkers. Oh, you got yeah. you got your um, Poe Dameron. Oh, you got yeah. your Ray Ray. You got Ray. <laughs> your Ray is Finn. I'm gonna call him Finn Boyega. Then it's <laughs> not right, is it? <laughs> oh my god! It's Finn. You got your BB-8, baby. You got C-3PO, R2D2, R2D2, Chewbacca, Princess Leia, and some Porgs. Yep. Oh, they were they were there in the first one. They're all Kylo Ren. They're all back. Kylo Ren's back. General Hux. We to list every character. We can stop. We can stop. Basically, it's the same. It's in the same continuity as <laughs> the last movie. Same, is it? Yeah, it is. It really, is. it's not it a is. spin-off. No, it's the same one. It's not. No, it's not a... shit. It's not shit spin-off. Uh, Which is pretty correct. good. It does, and uh, helmed by a different director and like a different, a, a kind of different crew as well. So mm. it has the potential to be a little bit different in how it feels. Yeah, well, it is like, a little bit different. Yeah, and. Certainly feels that way. It did. It, it did it feel different. 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 From episode seven, absolutely. Um, but it still felt like a nice continuation. Yeah, and I don't it, think it's a bad thing at all that it's, it's slightly different. It, it's yeah. within the universe, and despite what some <laughs> some some angry children who en- have turned into angry adults uh, are saying. <laughs> some enigmas on the internet. Um, yeah, but I think overall the effort they're putting into this franchise is to. Set up new characters and a new story. Absolutely, with the sort of support and backing of previous characters and, and sort of nostalgia and little like fan service moments, but it, it's not built on them. Mm. Rogue One was built on them, yeah, it's and it stunk. fell over. Yeah, exactly. Um, this film has moments where you are back as a child with those characters again, played by the original actors, but it's not there to carry the story. It's there to help. Mm. It's a stepping stone to progressing it. But really, you could cut that scene or cut that character. You could write this story without it. Yes, probably. In some senses. Um, it focuses a lot more. I mean, I mean, not a lot more. Ray was the focus of the last one as well. Yeah. But Ray's obviously a central point in this. But it focuses a lot more on Oscar Isaac's character, Pope yes. Dameron. Yes. Uh, rather than Finn as mm. much. Like, Finn's Finn does have a prevalent role mm. in the film, but the... The Force Awakens was a little bit more focused on him and, yeah. and Oscar Isaac kind of disappeared for an hour and a half. Yeah. Whereas um, this one, he is like the supporting yeah, character. It was kind of a role reversal, wasn't it, between the last two mm. in, in their place in the film. Um, I think that's great though because I, I liked what I saw of Finn in episode yeah. seven Yeah, and I also so, liked what I saw of Poe Dameron. I think that's what we needed though for, for this one. Is it Dameron or Dameron? I just like Dameron. I, like I say it like a fuckwit. Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that's important, though, this, this episode. Because, really, in episode seven, he was just the cool guy. He still is. He's so hot. Yeah, he is. But, like, <laughs> I wanted to see who he was as a character, and I wanted to see him have problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I also want to see him have problems. And, and, and I, I wish pain upon him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm. I, want to see, I want to see him faced with a situation and understand who he is as a character, not as the cool backup guy who's going to show up and not, yeah, and not, I, not die in the situation. Think, I think... <laughs> I think the shift of focus really mm. 
was effective in, in making me care about him more than yeah. I did. I mean, I didn't dislike him. I liked him quite a lot. No. And I like Oscar Isaac, but they've really fleshed him out Yeah, exactly. Well, this. they presented you with a lot of flaws of his character in this one more so than the last one. Mm. The last one, he was just this beautiful, perfect man. He does do a lot of the... Like the pursed lips? The I'm sexy faces. Yeah. But I think okay. that's just the way Oscar Isaac is. Yeah. He just looks like he that. He just fares you well. He eyes. does. He can sing that cat, can't he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, so the, the the main oh, well, there's lots of several subplots that I won't really discuss, no, but the overarching thing is that Ray's kind of like, "Ha, what do I do?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have this. What do I do? Yeah, it's just, she's in. Yeah, she's in a world where she needs teachings that aren't taught anymore. Mm. Really, and Luke, I mean, if you've seen the trailer, this isn't. If you've seen the trailer, looks like, "Fuck off, my island." <laughs> not nah. talk, not talking to you. No, leave me alone. No, nah. stab it all then. Yeah. So almost a bit of a Yoda in some sense. In a sense, in a sense, he is. Like so, that's where you get parallels with the Empire Strikes Back. Like, it's not the same. No, but like, sort of training. If, if it's you very. Gonna, sorry, you sorry, go. Sorry, yeah, it's very. It is very different, the training wise as well. But like, if you're going to draw parallels, there's a couple. There's the whole. There oh, the bad guys have found the good guys, and they're on their way to get them. That's or, every movie. That's though, all isn't it? of them. You know what I mean? Like, if, and, uh, if I, that's your argument, then well, it's just. Again, without getting into spoilers a bit too much, it, it, it sort of takes the Force and the Jedi thing into more of a spiritual aspect. Yes. Then it, it it takes the idea of it from the prequels a little bit, not like the ridiculous <laughs> shit, yeah. but from the prequels a little bit more so than just I'm a guy who can move rocks. Yeah. Which is sort of what it was mm. in the originals for a little while. Yeah. And then it, it progressed when the films took off. Yeah, yeah. Into this. But yeah, it could, ideology. without spoiling anything, mm. looks kind of like way more than you think it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And I love that scene, though, where he's, ex- like, going to explain it. Yeah. And, like, there's that almost scene. I feel like everyone in our audience, because it was a packed-out midnight screening, was, oh, God, yeah. was waiting for him People cheering to and... say um, something about metachlorians, and it was almost like he was going to, and then, like, did it. He didn't, thank God. It was, a, like, a little nod about how we're not acknowledging <laughs> that sort of idea. Yeah. But about that, though, with the religion thing and stuff, I think... Something here that's very, very crucial is how um, mature this movie is thematically. Yes. Um, in the present day. Mm, there's a lot with, of... With themes and such. Themes, themes are uh, regards the, the troubles of war and, and, and who profits from said wars. Yes, and... exactly. Uh, religion as a uh, sort of driving force mm. of conflict and war. Um, especially, especially with this idea of a religion that is, is, is barely followed anymore. Mm. And that sort of, you know, a sort of outland, out, outsider radical group in some senses that, you know, is, is just a myth. It's like really clever and class divides and like things like this that are just really intelligent, I think, yeah. for, for something that could just be a, a popcorn blockbuster film. Yeah. Well, there certainly are. Moments of oh, just, of this is action, this is a space fight. Yeah, exactly. This is a scene in the film <laughs> where there is action occurring and the entire theatre applauds yeah. and cheers. Yeah, god yeah. That was fun though. That was fun. That was fun. I don't like people who uh, clap at films though. <laughs> Not a fan? Unless the people who made it are in the room. Yeah. I don't see the point. Yeah, okay. But I don't know. that's alright. I don't know. Sometimes I'm 50-50 with it. I do it sometimes. I didn't participate. Yeah, no, no. I didn't say anything or do anything. You're just there. I was just just having a good time in the the theatre. Except one scene happened and I did like a very alert sort of sit up and lean in. (laughs) You know know what I mean? 
I remember that. I did we'll react to, physically to a few we'll things. We'll get back. But, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but also, something that I found interesting, as well as that the cinematographer was from uh, all of Ryan Johnson's Johnson's films. Oh, right. So from Brick and Looper. Um, so Luke obviously, Luke is not good though. It's all right. I, just, I don't like it. I know you don't. I know you don't. Yeah. Uh, where, where, like, he's. Uh, it's just overall, like, the way it looked and the way it felt was like Star Wars plots. Hmm. It, it felt new. Um, at times, felt a little bit weird. I Did don't know how I feel about it. It felt kind of Harry Pottery. Yeah. In, in some bits, if that yeah. makes sense. No, I know what you mean. There's particular moments, and I'll talk about those later, mm. that I'm, I'm referencing, but yeah, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, there's this, just this whole, like, it it feels it feels fresh and it that's that's it that's like what I was saying before about the whole like it, it is trying to be a new story mm. and it feels like a new story in something familiar and I think that's that's a very hard thing to to tap into mm. and it like it that's when, clearly upset some people yeah of course and when you see but like you wouldn't complain about it until you see your characters that you love and know do something in this new environment because then it's canon. You know what I mean? And yes. if it's not your canon, then you're upset about it. Mm. And there are some scenes in this that are gonna fucking piss people off. There are who are like, like, like a religion, like follow, religion, like fo- following this, following these characters in this story. Yeah, because there's stuff in here that will, will that will make people mad. It has, and it has, it has. Um, there are a lot of jokes. Yes, that's another thing. Though. It's the tone. Um, there are a lot of jokes. There are. There are. And there was a lot of jokes in Force Awakens as well. And I think that is the Disney think, yeah, but, thing. But like, if, 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 when people are saying Disney ruined Star Wars, I think what they mean is every Marvel movie has to be at least 50% of comedy. Yeah. And it's kind of the same. It's kind of But there. I like it. But yeah, I, do, I think it works. Some of them are not funny jokes. But the thing is, though, is that Star Wars was witty. Oh, but yeah, very And much. it was very witty. And I, I never thought it was funny as a kid. No. But and I watched it, I was like... It has this, like... Han Solo. Yeah, he's... Great. Like when he's he's screaming and running yeah at the stormtroopers like funny. that's a joke. It's funny as fuck. That's like, a joke. It is. It's hilarious. like he's written a comedy comedy bit. Yeah, it's like Han Solo is comic relief. It's that's like, that's not just like la- you laughing at something that's happening. That was written to be funny. Yeah, because, people don't seem to realize. No, exactly. Like you get you get like in the originals, you get slapstick from certain characters like Chewie, like the droids mm. who don't have much verbal stuff. But then you get the wit and the sort of suave comedy from Han Solo. And, and the banter between him and Luke and Leia and that sort of character. Like, yeah, all the characters have, like, comedic moments in the originals. What's so noticeable about the comedy and why people are bringing it up, I think, is the fact that it's 21st century humour. Like, today humour yeah. in Star Wars when the old ones are sort of just, like, universal, like, wit between characters. There's, like, there's a bit of, like, awkward comedy in this where, like, that scene early on with the two ships and the communication, mm. that... Um, that's that wouldn't happen under George Lucas. No, did you think that was funny? A little bit. I thought it was, but then then there was some like he pushed it a bit too far. He kept going, yeah, and um, and the that was. I the, think that character would do that. Yeah, it didn't feel untrue, but it kind of like. But it was just too long. It was yeah, and it was kind of like a uh, the first part was good because it was like um, Poe was bringing down his sort of like putting himself in control there and that was mm. cool and it went on for a bit but then it sort of got to the point where it started turning someone that was scary yeah into, into, exactly into a joke um where this nuts like extreme dude was becoming 
the butt of a joke. Exactly. And then that's when it started becoming like, no, 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 no. Maybe we should just don't do that pull with the humor. Up a bit on yeah, that. yeah. Um, the, yeah, there was a, there was quite a few types of humor in this study. No, he did cruel. do that. To, he did do that to Kylo Ren. Yes. In seven. Yes. You talk first. I talk first. Yes. Straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe. Yeah. I guess, I guess it was... That's just, he's just a dickhead. Like, that's his character. He, he is. He is. But it's sort of like awkwardness, but then he can switch on to being just terrifying. Uh, it sounds No, I mean, I mean Oscar Isaac. Oh, Oscar Isaac. Gotcha. Podameron. It's just a dickhead. Like, he just... Oh, yeah, of course. He puts no, shit no, on that's, Kylo that's right away. immediate. Yeah, yeah. because he's so... Um, because that's his character, though. Is mm. Because he just, he's too competent. So it's not like, super... The point of it being... No, no, no way. But, like... Out of left field. The, the the humor that like doesn't work one hundred percent does that is it starts to do something that mm. doesn't quite get there but it starts to it begins to feel a bit off and then it finishes or it feels a little bit off yeah some of it is so funny though oh yeah some of it is really really funny sure is um and it it is needed in a film that is two and a half hours long to just have a laugh every now and yeah then, just you know like the I mean? Revenant yeah <laughs> hilarious <laughs> what a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Really, like everyone's great in it. The acting is incredible in some scenes, and some it's kind of just normal. It, it goes a bit back and forth, I think. Um, everyone's doing their thing; they know what they're doing. The dialogue was a bit weird, I found early in some on. Parts, yeah, early on. All of my issues with it were early on, first half hour. Yeah, settled into it. Yeah, it, some, like the the first act, like at moments of drag for me, I wasn't quite there or starting up, and I'm like, come on. But like I was engaged. That's mm. the thing. Is I, I guess what I'm like what I wasn't connecting with was it didn't feel like Star Wars yet, and then it felt like Star Wars for like two hours of the two and a half hour film. Yeah, yeah. I just every, everyone was doing a good job. But yeah, like the dialogue was a bit weird at times with exposition. Like I know Star Wars has it a lot, but like when people enter rooms and then just say everything that's happened leading up to them. I did notice that a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. I did this, and then you had that happen to you, and I made that happen. You know, <laughs> mm. but yeah, I did. I did, I did see that. Um, yeah, like, but I mean, man, this film looks good, though. Doesn't this movie look good? It does look good. Doesn't it looks look very good. good. CG is amazing. CG artists are nuts. Like, look at the credits. There's so many like digital artists in this one. It's insane. Oh yeah, insane. But the cinematography, right? Okay, like Snoke's office. Oh, cool! Hey, oh my god, oh my god! That whole like everything shot in that room, amazing. And I just I love. <coughs> Excuse me. That there was such a focus on red. <laughs> there in was this film like just the color like down to that where it was just like even the planet that is in the final act of the film, mm. and that's that the color palette of that planet is what we've seen in the posters. Um, you know, like all, all this care in how it looks, how it feels. Kathleen Kennedy and the, and the other producer, I can't remember the name, are watching over this because they know it so well. They know it so well. Um, and J.J. Abrams, of course. Who's, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's someone else, though. I don't as know. Well. Um, yeah, it, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's so many elements in a film this big. So Absolutely. many different things, like from digital, away a CG fabric moves all the way up to like, how the characters act or what the story is, you know, there's down to the fine details and like Kathleen Kennedy 
who has been who's friends with Spielberg and friends with Lucas mm. has seen this thing evolve from long ago and knows what she's doing to like saying no we can't do that because of this yes we can do that because of this so really what we get is something that is understood by someone who's been there and been a part of it so when you complain <laughs> so when people complain they know that wouldn't happen or I wish I hadn't seen that or whatever, then it's just like... Well, it is difficult to live up to everybody's expectations though because there's, you know, a billion people who want a billion different things out yeah. of the Star Wars things. Everybody's attached to it in a different way and likes different things from hmm. different characters. And it is hard for anybody to make a film that will please all of them and at least half of the people who watch it are going to come out going, oh, well, they didn't do this. Yeah. So I hate it. Yeah, exactly. None of, the other, none, of it, none of the other parts were good. Yeah. Not one other part of the thing was any good. None of it. Just that one bit I didn't like shit rubbish. Yeah. Um, but really, that's the thing, is if these if these films did not have Leia, Han, Luke, Chewie, C-3PO, or um, R2-G2, would people have problems with them? That's what I think. I don't that, know. That's my question. That's my question. I don't know. Is if this was just a Star Wars film with new characters, right? Well, I had problems with Rogue One. Yeah, exactly. But, Overwhelming. But if this film... Just had them all not in it. If every single person that was a tie-in from episode six died in episode seven, would this film still get people a bit shitty? Probably. Yeah. Because women. No, people are mad that raise a woman and yeah, no, things. yeah, you're right, you're right, you're so right. Um, like even in an interview where she gave a bit of sass and everyone was like, "Oh, Ray's such a horrible bitch," you know what I mean? The actress yeah. is Daisy really is a bitch because. She got a question when they're doing that Google thing for Wired. She got a question in there that was, how did Ray beat Kylo Ren in episode seven? It's just good. And she was just, she said, why do people have such a problem with this? Why do people have a problem? But that was also addressed in the film. Yeah, exactly right. But still, people finished the film and Googled it. Because I could tell, okay, this might be a spoiler. So maybe we should just switch into spoilers. Yeah. Well, what would you rate it for someone who hasn't seen it yet? Nine. Nine? Eight and a half. Okay. Eight and a half. Go. There you go. Watch. Watch it. Give, it, a go. Give it a It's pretty decent. There's a couple of little weird bits, a couple of little off bits, yeah. but really it is. it does feel like Star Wars and it feels like a fresh and new... Nine's probably a hype rating as well, though. Yeah. We'll see if it's still so, right Yeah, you're seeing it again. I am seeing it again. But, so, <clears throat> like, you'd assume from mm-hmm. Force Awakens mm-hmm. that the reason Rey beat Kylo Ren mm-hmm. is because Kylo Ren is in- inexperienced as fuck. Yeah. Correct. Blinded by rage. Mm-hmm. And also, she's probably just real good. Yeah. Somewhere down there in the force. Yeah. Because, I mean, that happens. Yeah. yeah. With with the way that the, the world has been created, it, it's quite possible for someone who is untrained in combat mm. and someone who is almost trained in combat. Yeah, exactly right. Who is losing his shit. Yeah. That could be more even. Yeah. Like Luke Skywalker and Anakin as well. Mm were naturally good yeah. at aspects of the Jedi training. Mm. And I don't think it's that hard to believe that no. that happened. No, it's even like, it's just exhibiting like a, a classic combat sort of idea is that there's the power of a clear mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Snoke in, in this is definitely a spoiler, but Snoke, Snoke in this movie says to Kylo Ren, what happened? Yeah. You lost yeah. to her. Yeah. You suck. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
But really, as well, is that's it. Is, is it like this film says, The Last Jedi? Yeah, that's it. Jedi's don't. He hasn't. He's barely. He's fought. been kicking the piss out of people with guns, like blasters. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. He hasn't fought many, except for that backstory sequence that we visit in this one. Um, so, yeah, like, I don't want to. Like, spoiler time. Spoiler ish. Spoiler ish. Because, mm. you know, you don't want to say this film has a lot of twists to people who. Because then people go looking for them. But, like, wow. These yeah. ones, the narrative movements were really working here, like where you know you'd get a, and, and like and, and the way that truth is presented and stuff, like really intelligent. That was it. Storytelling. It's not something I've seen before in any of no. the, this universe's films. No, no, it was fresh and new, <coughs> like in that sense of just like, yes, like that was well, like Star Wars was famous for the twist, mm. you know, like back in the day. So it's good to still have that sort of storytelling involved, just yeah, hiding things and sort of. But like the two element. sides to it, sort of thing, yeah. is, is not something that no, no, as well. We visited as much, no. or even at all, which is important because then it's part of the twist element. Mm. It feeds into it. Um, um and I, I would just quickly like to say two things. Yeah, one of them is a review from someone that's very funny. Yeah, and the other one is a quote from Mark Hamill, which people will inevitably use as back up for them being mad at the movie. <laughs> uh, he read the script and he said to Ryan Johnson, I fundamentally disagree with every choice you've made about my character. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's funny. So, Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. My favourite thing about this entire film, though, is is the 2 out of 10. Whoa, then why, why'd they agree with it? Hmm. How the, the... Yeah, but did Kathleen Kennedy go like... The producers would have had to have overruled him. Yeah. Mark Hamill doesn't have a choice. Yeah, but like you'd think he would. <laughs> he just said he'd do it. He just said, I'll do it anyway. Yeah, okay. Of course he would. My favorite thing about the film is a 2 out of 10 star review on IMDb with um, the title. Misleading title. <laughs> now, this is by uh, a user named Pan Lassa. Yeah. Okay. The movie title is totally misleading. When you say The Last Jedi, it makes people think either you start with one Jedi or end up with one Jedi. Uh, that is not the case. <laughs> there were three Jedis to begin with. And by the end, two for sure, but possibly three. So I don't get the title at all. And since there are still Jedis, they'd probably make a Star Wars 9 more Jedis. <laughs> Apart from that, the acting was quite blah. There was a big attempt to inject funny moments, somewhere somewhat successful. But over half were meh. Not just for me, the seven other people I went to watch it with didn't laugh either. We got free movie premiere tickets. That's why we went. I wouldn't pay for this movie. I'd feel really ripped off if I had. <laughs> and that's how I feel about it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not. No. It's relevant. I mean, yeah, that's it, isn't it? It Is could it? be called Star Wars, the big fuck off Star Wars. <laughs> Still going. And it's probably going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. The title's not the most important part no, of this. No, no way. I don't think that was a joke either. No, he's serious. I'm pretty sure that's real. He's serious. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny how his arguments like, oh, they have the force, therefore they are a Jedi. It's like no, it's a teaching. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. Teaching. They actually explain that in the movie. It's, it's explained. It's, it's explained it. in the film. <laughs> like it's not like telling for a previous one you've forgotten. No, it's in this one. No, you just came it's out. In of this it. one like, here, you just came out of it because, mm. it because it just came out. I do really enjoy the conflict between, the, like I- I- internal conflict yes. of, of the characters, particularly Ray and, and Kylo Ren. Yes, and their interaction was and even Luke Skywalker real. himself, Ben. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly right. That's funny though that 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 Mark Hamill said that. Mm. I feel like the one like pure Luke moment was the 
Yeah. The brush of the shoulder. That was so good. That was good. That was so good. I'm pretty sure he'd just be like, Luke wouldn't try and neck him. Oh, okay. I think that, that's probably the main issue. I wonder if he's had a problem with him not wanting to come back, though. I don't know. But, but, but Luke, if you, Luke's just like beating the piss out of people in yeah. the original trilogy. Yeah, you're right. He's always been... Like, he's, a, he's not a being of pure life that Luke Skywalker. No, no, no way. Nor no has, way. He, has he ever been. No. You've got to have a bit of bad. There's always conflict to in learn man. I love that line, though. Is that failure is the best way to learn. Yeah. Or something like yeah, that. Yes, like, we'll get to oh, just that. a moment. But I saw, I saw an interview with him from when he came to Australia on the first press release of the first film. And oh, he right. has no fucking clue what the movie was about. <laughs> he's like, he's, they're like, what's this one about? And he's like... I can't really, uh, I I can't really explain it to you with the plot. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz and, and Flash Gordon. And he's like, he's trying. It is so not though. hard to explain because nothing was, as we soon found out, as soon as, as it, there's nothing like it before, and then suddenly, uh. yeah, he was really trying to figure it. out. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like he was great. I had a good time with him in this one. Yeah, Luke. I think he was what he needed to be. I thought it was important. I think Mark Hamill did an excellent job. Absolutely. He had some really good, mm. just like... He moments. did. Ryan Johnson really brought some stuff out of him. He did. Uh, Leia? Yes. As well? Some interesting... Scenes. One, one particularly... There's scene one interesting that, scene in this film. That is very interesting. The Leia scene. The Leia scene. It's, it's sort of, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if I ever will. It's kind of strange, man. It's, I it's... don't know how I'm going to ever... Wow. Like, you could feel it in the audience, too. Yeah. Like, everyone was like, hang on. What is happening? <laughs> I, I like the idea. I like the idea behind it. I'm not sure that I do like the idea behind no, it. No, but, like, this concept that she can use the Force but chooses not to. Hmm. But then that, that scene, felt like the writers couldn't write her out of that situation. Why would you write him into that situation? But that's the other thing is why. <laughs> because that's okay. So a big talking point. It's a big. It's a massive talking point. So basically, I don't know, if you're this far in, you should have seen it by now mm. because we're about to talk about a big scene, probably half an hour in, forty-five minutes in, yeah. an hour in. Um, the ship gets attacked by uh, the New Order. First Order. First Order. How do you that's, not know what they're called? The band. That's the band. I do it every time. I mix them up with the band. First Order. Um, the First Order. Chuck a big rocket, space laser gun. Straight they shoot. The, they shoot it straight at the pilot seat. Bridge. Bridge of the ship where all the commanding officers are and Le- Leia is there and she And Admiral it. Akbar. And they all get sucked out the front. Akbar's dead, man. He's so dead, and they just didn't even give a shit. Yeah. Like, Akbar's dead, guys. And they're like, no. No. Damn it. Damn it. Come on. But yeah, Leia, so Leia's freezing to death in space, yeah. as you do. Yeah. And then she moves a little bit and goes, I've got this. And just like. Wakes up and flies. Wakes up and force flies back into the ship. Does that sound weird? Yeah. Because it was. It was weird. She did kind of Superman, did Yeah, she did. She had like this full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, thing going pose, on. like she was really comfortable with it it was incredibly abnormal yeah from a character that we have never seen do any like not even a little bit yeah like that. it was huge wasn't it like it was huge. like could luke do that yeah probably i don't think he i, I don't think oh no, on, no, no. Unless, on, on precedent i don't think even he could is it like built up like is it a big burp of force like she's just been just, 
I don't know. She's been waiting years to do it. Very strange. Saving it for a rainy day. Very, very strange. But like, I don't know. Something about Star Wars and space has always been inaccurate on purpose. Sure, has. Is that people can just fly through space and not die? Like, I mean, the opening of the film has a scene, doesn't it, where someone's near the opening of a ship in space and they're fine. Yeah, that is. I, I imagine there was a force field, but that wasn't explained. No, that's true. But then, then suddenly we're exploring the science of space. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> outside of that strange scene, I, I thought Carrie Fisher mm. probably her best. She's done what? showing. Yeah, I know. I know. As Leia, I know. Total. I mean, yeah. In an acting sense. Oh well, definitely older, Leia. I feel like New Hope was great because she was just like, yeah, I, hate, I hate you. She did that really. She well. didn't really do go. Yeah, like, like it was. This was the diff. Like it was a completely different sort of thing, and there were there was. She felt like a mother in this. She did, and I think that was kind of the point. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was really good. I, I, I didn't... Yeah, after, after Force Awakens, she was good. Mm. But I could tell she wasn't an actress yeah. anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think she did, did a really good job in this. Yeah, so she... As well. Like, projecting and stuff was a big one in the mm. last one. But, but talking point number two, oh, what are they going to do? What are they going <laughs> to do? What are they going to do? What are they going to do? Let's not skip that far ahead, because <laughs> I want to talk about a couple other things. I was talking character-wise. But, but that's Oh, with thing. her, you mean? Just with her. Just with her. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm surprised that she made it through. She's made it through the film. Because here's what I thought happened, right? It's because that scene happens and I'm like, oh. They've killed her like it's nothing. They've killed her like it's nothing. Because they have to, right? Then she wakes up and I'm like, and that's a space scene. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh, fuck. Do they need her to move the plot forward? So they're going to CGI resurrect her. And she's going to die again. Yeah. Like in a bed. Like, that's what I thought was going to happen. But then she... Scene after scene, she's still there. I'm like, yes! Then it got close to the end. I'm like, what's happening here? Yeah, she's in 10? 9? She's in 9. She's in 10. So I just said 10. I meant 9. That she's far ahead is she? Yeah, she's still going. That'd be fucked. Oh, my God. There was a nice little message at the end in, in Loving Memory of Our Princess, Carrie Fisher, mm. which is really good. Um, you know, it's... Wow. It's just kind of something it's you have to wait wow. and see yeah. on. Like you don't really know how they're going to handle it's, this. I'm, I'm just worried because it's a bold it's, choice, and I hope they don't CGI her in. Yeah, because it's 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 we've, we've seen it. You can't do it. We've no. seen you can't do it. It's crap. Uh, but like, I just si- sympathise with the writers because you like because I want to see a great product in the next one. I want to see a really great product, like always. But it becomes an issue when you got limited options like this. You got mm. limited. Options because you can't get someone else to play her. No, God you no. You cannot get someone else to play her. It's, yeah, I'm surprised that they didn't just. They just didn't kill her. Yeah. Now I would have. The Kylo, the Kylo Ren, Ray stuff, right? Yes. And that back and forth, right? Good, wasn't that? Oh, what brilliant! And that's one of the things that I thought was kind of Harry Pottery, though, mm. is the connection, the Force Mind connection. Mm. Because it was sort of just expanded from that one scene in the original one where they fly past. Was it five? One of the ships, when Luke's flying one of the ships, and then he, Darth Vader's looking out the window, and they're like... Oh, crap, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> He's nearby. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that, but it was, like, really expanded, and it was, like, exploring that thing with Snoke, and now he's the most powerful guy in the world. Uh, hmm. He can do that. He just turns on Skype. It's poor Skype. Yes, poor Skype. Um, but it, it added a different element. Mm. I almost said elephant. Elephant. It added a different element to... The plot and those two and, characters and as well. It, and like. it gave me my favourite scene in the whole film. Which was? The Snoke stuff. Oh, the Snoke stuff was your favourite scene with in the, the whole two, film. With the two of them. Yeah? It was that, one, that was, yeah, that was something I wanted to address too. Because the fucking fight choreography... Really cool. ...was the 
best I've seen in a while. Like it's not like twirly flippy bullshit. No, it it's was also not just chopping wood. It was the yeah, it was the perfect middle ground. Like last last episode was just they're all clunky and shit because they've just gotten lightsabers and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, and then we got prequels which are just dancing with laser swords and like colourful lights and yeah. no one's actually gonna get hurt at any point in this fight scene because it's such a dance. But this one was just like that long take where they just where he's just like, I've had it. Mm. And then we get them versing all the guards in that like gorgeously shot wide and it comes in and then like people come Oh People applauded. Oh people cheered and applauded. Mm. Okay, let me start back at the beginning of this scene really quick. Yeah. Not the beginning. Mid- fight choreo. That was my Really good. There. Midway through the scene, let's All say. Right. I really like... This is a huge spoiler. Yeah. I really like that they just killed Snoke. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't fucking God, matter. God, yeah. And not we even... We spent like- years yeah. of people like, oh, my God, who's Snoke? Yeah. What's your Snoke theory? And then just in seconds, Kylo Ren's like, I'll just cut him in half. <laughs> I don't want him. And it, was, and it wasn't like he died a little bit. He, <laughs> he was so dead. He like, he's fucked. There's <laughs> heads and legs and shit. Like and, like, close up a shot of his face with his tongue hanging out. His eyes, like, rolled back like in his he's head. incredibly dead. <laughs> um, but the whole way through the fight scene, I was... I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure he just killed him for power. Yeah. I don't think he's turning good here. No. And then they're just... Teaming up and everyone's happy it's and really their friends good. and their teammates and they're killing guards. And Such then a great scene. Kylo Ren's like, no, but for real, we should be bad together. Mm. And she's like, no, I thought we just turned good. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that fucking wow. Where, where she helps him. Because that's a great character moment where mm. Ray helps him. And then she throws her lightsaber and he grabs it while he's like around the neck and just turns it on for one second. Goes through the guy's head. Amazing. Amazing. Really good, really good. Um, and I'm glad because I was saying to you on the way down that, that he cannot come back from killing no, Han Solo. No way. He's no still way. bad. There's a reason why his lightsaber is red. He's That's what I was thinking through the whole fight. There's a reason why his lightsaber is red. Uh, because, He's not using her blue one. Yeah, exactly right. Because that would that's like symbolism. But like he that that scene is so like not only is it great sort of fan service and it's something you want to see from the sort of build up the build up that they have in the film. Mm. But it's an important scene because it shows how equal they are. In combat? Yeah. To build to the next film. They're sort of learning to, it, tomorrow. Tomorrow? <laughs> no, they'll be like Luke was in Return of a Jedi yeah. together. Yeah. Like they will have hit that. We're now actually good at this. Yeah. They're kind of good at it now. Yeah. They weren't good at it before. Yeah. It's a so. build. It's always a build. So we're getting, I, it's building to a fight scene between the two of them. Mm. Like where one of them isn't walking out. It's because right. it's just, you can't. It's just right. Kill it is kill Ray. Just kill Like Ray. down the middle. Like, 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 I do full Snokesa. Full Snokesa. That's a special move. <laughs> and that scene where she's in the air, where Snoke, like, mm. tell me everything, I want the truth, I want everything from you. And she's just, like, breaking. Yeah, she just screams, she's, doesn't she? Her <laughs> back's bent and it's just, ah! It's just, wow. There's, there's a lot of, like, really stunning and, like, striking visual sort of moments in this. Not just, like, the, the CG, I mean, but, like, mm. just moments where... This happens, and then this happens, and, like, things you didn't think you'd see where Luke just fucking walks out of a bunker and just gets shot at by a thousand AT-ATs. Like, just things like that. That's really cool. Just huge uh, things, but... I would like to talk... I don't think I have too much more to... I've got, a, I've got another... Break apart, at, 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 like, after the next couple of things I want to say. Yeah. I want to talk about the, the end bit and the whole mm. Luke thing. Yeah. But I just want to talk about my favourite scene in the movie. 
Right now? My favourite one, yeah. Right now? Can we talk about that now? Yeah, we can talk about that. Oh, yeah, dude. It's so good. <laughs> I fucking love it. Nah, dude, Yoda's in this. Yeah, and it's such a great shot to reveal him too. Yeah. Because it's this, like, Luke's just having some trouble. Yeah, he's not happy. Like, he's taught Ray, she's, she's <laughs> fucked up. And then, and then basically you get this shot of Luke like, you know what? Gonna fucking burn it all down. I'm sick of this. I'm burning it to the ground. He's just lit this torch. And he's walking up this mountain, and the camera goes from left to right. And you just get the back of Yoda's head. It's Force Ghost's head. head. And we just both go like, oh, "Hang on, <laughs> what's it? It's, it's so good." Okay, my favorite Yoda is like Dagobah Yoda, where he's just fucking with things. Like he's just messing with Luke. He's <laughs> he's having fun. He's having a laugh. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's a happy little joyous green man. And he's that again because he's he's dead. He's a force ghost. There's no problems anymore. He's got nothing to do. You know, he's just having fun. Yeah, force And he's everywhere. like, you know, the thing is, he's probably been busy with ghost stuff. Yeah. And he's just bored at this point. He's like, oh, yeah. Luke's having some problems again. <laughs> <sighs> All right. And then, and then he goes down. And 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 Luke's, Luke's, Luke's like, what are you doing, man? I'm not going to do the voice. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and Luke's like, I'm just going to burn the books. Yeah. I'm sick of this shit. We don't need it anymore. <laughs> and the other's like... I've been waiting for this. <laughs> and he just hits it with this I'm a force ghost lightning thunderbolt from the sky. From the sky. And he lights up the tree and, and the books are burning and he's just jumping like he's doing a little happy bounce. <laughs> you know, he fucking loves it. It's great. And then he does his whole like important yeah, speech and, thing, and, and teachy thing. Yeah. But it's just he's just having fun with it. Yeah, he is. And it's great. I was so happy. Oh. Let's for the entire duration of that scene. And he's like, oh, Luke, I missed you, my good friend. With the original voice actor as well, which is even better. Mm. He's a puppet. Yeah, he's a puppet as well as the CG Yoda from the prequels. I think it's a wonderful inclusion to have him as a force guy. People might think it's force. I thought it was, ha, I thought it was incredible. I know, it was really good because... And, he, really... you know, he did his whole Yoda thing as well. He spiel. Yeah. You know, you learn the most from failure. and Which is a great line as well. It's great teaching. And it's like, you know, and it's... Basically, the whole speech is say, don't get caught up in the semantics of being a Jedi. That's not important. It's, mm. As important as being a good person with that power. I love him. Um, so, they just sat there together. Yeah. They just sat there together. Yeah, they just did. It was really nice. Beautiful. Because really, like, if people say it's forced, it's like, well, where has he been this whole time? If everyone could show up for two full, like a full movie and a half after his death <laughs> in the original trilogy. I mean, why can't, why can't we get Yoda for a scene? So good. Um... Yeah, no, it was a really great scene. Incredible um, scene. It was a really good scene. I think it was like... And then we get Yoda and Snoke, force ghosts <laughs> fighting like Yoda and Power just flips. Yeah. <laughs> They're too old. They're both too old They're for it. They're just, just flips. all the time. Like, it's just, so good. Yoda's just poking it with his stick. Okay, that's what I was saying on the way back. I want, I want a thing where Yoda's just fucking with people <laughs> for the entire duration of it, whatever it is. Yeah. Because he does. Yeah. You know, he steals Luke's sausages and he, and he hits R2-D2 with a stick and he's just poking things and he's bucking around. He loves it. Yeah. He finds joy in it. I know he does. <laughs> and I want more of it. Agreed. Because, yeah, I think, I think that'd be really cool to just, to just have that as a nod as well. Like, I, I, I'm sure we're going to get the obligatory, like, end of trilogy, Force Ghost, MC. Everyone's going to be there. Ewan McGregor will come back and... Not Alec McGuinness, he's dead. <laughs> they won't put him in. It'll be, it'll oh, be young yeah, Obi-Wan. Ewan McGregor's already been back for one line. Yeah, but I mean, it'll be young Obi-Wan, not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, of course you would. If you're going to choose what self you're going to look like when you die... Luke. Like, I can't do a Ewan McGregor voice. Yeah, because, I mean, in the original trilogy, Vader was that. young. Yeah. No, but then that's it. Is it wasn't. It was a different... 
but then they put him in. No, but I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't Vader. No, no, yeah, there was. It was not not Anakin. Yeah, like Anakin, Anakin, prequel Anakin. But like before, they George Lucas slapped out his wang and CG fucking Hayden Christensen over it. Anyway, yeah. um, yeah, I just I think Yoda could have like a com- comedic moment if we get that scene. In some sense. I just loved the little bounce he did when he blew it up. Like, yeah. He, can he fly? He can do anything he like, wants. Because you know how he had that floaty chair? Leia can fly. <laughs> Yoda could do anything. Yeah, he force ghost flies around. Like, He's just having a laugh. And I love it. Yeah, it's really good. Now, awesome. We should talk about Luke, I think. I think um, before that, though, because we talked about weird scene number one, I want to talk about kind of weird scene number two. Yes. Slave planet. Slave and... Slave and uh, Gambling planet. Yeah, was that planet? a bit? Was that a bit much? It was a bit much. It felt a little bit off. It stopped feeling like Star Wars for a little bit there. Don't know why. I agree. I feel like it was too casino-y. Also, I hated Benicio del Toro's character. Really? Yeah, he's just kind of ridiculous. It didn't need to be there. He was just kind of overacting, hey? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. It's like fucking Hannibal Lecter. We didn't <laughs> need that shit. There. <laughs> he was alright, but couldn't he have just spoke? Yeah. Did he have to have a stutter? He could even just be like. Doing his really creepy, like low talking, like yeah, I'll do that for you. But he was clearly, he was clearly yeah, just in it for them to have something to do at the end there. Yeah, that's it, really. <laughs> and while I did like the chemistry between Finn and Rose mm. quite a lot, mm. I think that their most important scene had nothing to do with Benicio del Toro and yeah, and 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 infiltrating anything. And it was at the end with the crashing, the crashing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't know. He just was kind of there, hey. And that whole thing was like that. They, they got political there, and mm. it was kind of good at times, but it kind of was like Star Wars. Move on, please. Mm. Um, I don't know. I feel like that it could have been a little bit tighter on how that message was brought across instead of going to a casino planet. I agree. Like the worst people. I like that though. It's a planet of the worst people. Cut to a guy drinking like some space martini and like with a monocle on. Yeah. He's like, oh, I know what we're here for, but it just. The interiors and like... Well, apparently now you just have to have a scene where there's a bunch of aliens in one yeah, room. Yeah, that's it. That's what I'm like starting to get. Starting to get a bit repetitive on that front and it's starting to not feel like that's what Star Wars isn't about that. Hmm. It's not about space battles. And it's not about aliens. A collection of aliens. High quality, quantity of aliens. It's, it's a Real dense yeah. alien population. <laughs> one room. It's just anything can happen. It's a planet for anything. Quick, let's run into the planet. It's made of toilets. We've got, we got to go to the, <laughs> go to the bathroom planet. Quick. Because the guy who cleans the bathrooms can get us into the Death Star. Man, Finn's just got a whiz. To the toilets on the ship around the maintenance. Yeah, wow. It's like, bathroom planet. Bathroom planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't funny, man. Like, no, no, but just like, We ran with it, but it no, wasn't but funny. The idea of it, though, is because that's becoming really common with Star Wars now, is that there's a problem, so they've got to go to a planet to find a person to fix that problem, mm. even when they're being chased. Yeah. It felt like a detour that was unachievable. To the where you know it's like quick. Oh, we'll just stop off at the Casino Planet while we're getting fucking chased by the Empire. What do you think of Laura Jones' character as well? Oh, I don't know. Kind I, of pointless. Hey, that could have been Leia, man. I just think it was a weird choice to. Yeah, well, now in the context of that, but uh, I. I but just, if it's not. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah. You're right. Um, because, well, like you said, that she's meant to have a big part in episode nine as well, and I think they're wrapped by the time this had happened. So, uh, yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like it was a weird choice to make us care about Laura Dern's character after 
she'd left everyone. Yeah. Um, but I just, not, I just, not before she died, but like. I don't even think. Not after she died. I don't even think that the fact that they'd wrapped is the problem. Like, I'm not saying because Carrie Fisher's passed away. Oh, yeah, but. I like, mean, just write that as Leia anyway. Yeah, exactly. There's no need for. I, I guess there has to be some mother son moment in, in Nine, and that's what they're that, saying. That, yeah, the, the, that's what I mean. There's a, there's a, there's a clear but, plan for Nine. Like, there's no way that's not the way you send off Leia. Yeah, exactly like, right. There has to to be it. Yeah, because like how cool is that scene though? Where yeah. she light speed speed flies through it. Like imagine if that was Leia doing that. You'd be I, like I, I'm that's what I was saying it should have happened you at just the beginning. Should, because it's such a cool like it wasn't like an explosion. It was such a no, cool it's a moment. hero it's a hero's death as well and, and, and it's cool to watch. I find it hard to imagine what they're gonna do, but they'll probably prove me wrong, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> with that. Hope I hope it turns out like what they can do with nine. It really it really is a concern for me. At the moment, because mm. it's just like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Don't know. And it could be why J.J. Abrams has taken over, because he's just kind of like... Uh, just Juice. Just Juice Abrams. Mm. <laughs> just, just Juice him. <laughs> I just Juice like him. That one, guy, that one guy that got tossed into the fan. That, was, into the... that was rough, dude. <laughs> Wowee. Yeah, it was pretty full on, hey. But yeah, I think, I think Ryan Johnson's done something really impressive here. With this one, he's directed a film. Yeah, he has, and it's felt it's felt alright. For such a young director, too, as we well. Should, we should talk about Luke. <laughs> we should talk about Luke, the last act of the film. Major spoilers now. Major spoilers. <laughs> uh, Luke, Luke has a a lot of big moments here. He has a hell of a lot. Uh, of a hell of a lot of big moments, and he brings out um, something in Kylo Ren that the film I didn't think could go to because of how much it was trying to make him an ally. Mm. In the first part, and he, he re, Luke really pushed him to this. Oh yeah, extreme like just nuts. I want that man dead. I will do nothing to stop him. I will take a crew way out of, way out of the way to just get what I want because I'm in charge now and I'm a spoiled little brat. Mm. And you love hating him. I you love do, hating Kylo. He's him. such a great villain. Way, way, way better. Why are his pants up here? When he was shirtless yeah, to Kylo Ren. Uh, yeah. He had like nipple high that pants. That was, yeah. Oh, it's the, it's, they have the massive belts. Yeah, but he didn't need to have, like, why would you wear just the belt though? Oh, yeah, true. Like, Unless he was in the process of. But you take it all off. Yeah, you're right. They just had to have him a hunky shirtless scene because he got fit. Yeah, you're right. Anyway. You're right. You're right. But yeah, the, the whole Luke conflict thing, like, I'll fucking kill him before he turns mm. bad. Mm. I know what happens. Yeah. That was interesting. That was, that was really an interesting. Good. Really good thing for the character mm. that he still had that little bit of like the way he described it was it was a fleeting moment of instinct yes and he, and he didn't do it but it was too late and he fucked up yeah didn't he because of it and i think that's an interesting because he, yeah he's saying how it's his fault way to take it yeah it's, and and you can see that now because it's not the fact yes yeah, is the mistake and his own sort of um falling into a mm. falling into his own idea but like really Luke is really impressive with that whole storyline because it's something that was going to be built to in in the previous trilogy. It's like a nod to that, mm. where it's that idea that he was going to turn bad originally, where he started playing towards that in the originals. So it feels like this is something that would have happened. It, we We needed to explore Luke in a position where he's just... 
doesn't know what to do and yeah. he can make a mistake. But it's not it's not like I think Yoda's prop I mean Yoda Yoda's clearly made some errors. Yeah, of course. As well, but he's the only only one who's as pure as uh, as you can get, I think. Because I mean Obi-Wan still fucking maimed his apprentice. Yeah, exactly. Didn't right. he? You know, yeah. like and and like they all they've all That's it. It's a, clearly it's a, made errors. It's a it's a Jedi like tale of just it's difficult for someone to stay so straight line and not fuck up something. Yeah, else. yeah, exactly right. It's really easy. Um, but yeah, so I, I think I think Luke Luke's progression in this is a necessary one, mm. and and they revealed that he does have weaknesses as well. And I, I like the way that they they set up how he's so disconnected from the Force, like he's he shut himself off from it. Mm. That the scene at the end where he projects himself mm. onto that planet to allow Leia and the rebels to escape and yeah. just set Kylo Ren off. Yeah. That was way too much yeah. for him. And yeah. I, I don't know if that's what happened, but I think what happened, what has happened is, and mm. this is the biggest problem in the whole film. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, is, is that because he was so shut off from it, it took literally everything he had mm. to get at, that out there for that long. Yeah. And then he dies. He shut down. Yeah. And there's something beautiful about that scene too, where he looks up and it's two sons. Mm. And it's just like, Tatooine again. Come home, baby. Yeah. And it's just really... Hey. Uh, yeah, I know. It was really nice. That was it. Is the writing in the second and third act and what everything built to felt so good. Like, and such a payoff for the whole film, climax-wise. Mm. And like, the, the sort of narrative build of like what rocks mean, lifting rocks means to then that scene at the end with Ray mm. um, to the showdown scene with this guy just sends everything everything I'll kill him at Luke and he was <laughs> you know this vendetta the two of them have you know yeah that was so cool. good he just flicks off his shoulder laughs <laughs> that was the biggest bombing I've ever seen in a Star Wars film like everyone here is just has their stories and their engaging stories like I didn't I didn't find anyone's subplot that week Really, Finn and Rose was the weakest, but it wasn't. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't disengaging in any sense. Like there was that same way to the weird planet, but like there's something still fun about that with BB-8 as well. Mm. That that was sort of like almost a comic relief story. Phasma got pasted, didn't she? Yeah, I know. What was? Where was she? That's just to make people mad. It's I think just... they did that. That's like a WWE booking. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's just he just did it. They just did it to. They did, they did a lot of that though. But yeah, really. Okay, we've come to the end. I just want to say this is the end. Yeah, this is the. But like my only friend, they've made the a end. clear point of Snoke's nobody. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. You know who Ray's parents are? Doesn't fucking matter. That's not important. They don't have to be related to anyone from the previous universe. This is a, this is a new story. Mm. New story right now, right? We already Finn. have someone who's related to someone from the previous universe. Yeah, the main villain. Yeah, I know. I know. Kids. I know. Not everyone has to be fucking related. Finn is not Lando Calrissian's son. Of course he's If not. I fucking hear that again, I'm going to hit someone. Right? My God. Why would he be? Not everyone has to be related. So, you've got characters who are now independent. They're independent characters. Kylo Ren's got some drama now. Hmm. Just with... Just with... Leia. Um, but really, like... We're, we've, moved, we've moved on to a new... Hope. A new hope. Help me, everyone can hear me. That was a cheap shot. Oh, that way. That was way. good. Yeah. I liked that as well. Uh, because, yeah, you had that whole question in the last one. Artie's not going to switch on again until Artie's with Luke. Yeah, that was weird, though. Is it C-3PO and Artie only had one scene each? Two scenes in the whole thing? Mm. Well, they're not. 
crucial players no, anymore. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And they'll stay with they'll stay with the series to make it feel like Star Wars because they've been in every single one. So mm. They'll be in every single one until they can't do it anymore. Simple. Like, just let this be a new story, and it's an engaging new story. I and think everyone's it is having a really good time with it. So just, I don't know. I can't say I can't say bad things about it because everyone's saying, "Oh no, it's a." It's a Star Wars fan fiction put to screen. Or... It's all right, man. People still hate Force Awakens. Yeah. And, and I still really liked Force Awakens. I know. I know. So it, me. I just, I just don't understand. If you have a problem with it and it's sacrilegious, don't watch it. First place. If you're going to have that much of a problem with it. Number two. Mm. It's sort of like, well, why, why can we not accept what's new here? Man, we're living in a universe where we're getting Star Wars movies again. And I'm yeah, okay I know. With that. Exactly right. Well, why, you know. Not all of them are going to be good. I hate Rogue One. And there if, you go. If, if you don't accept it, you don't accept if it. If you love Rogue it, One, it didn't happen. It's fiction. You know, if you love Rogue One, keep watching Rogue One. I That's mean, fine. I hate Rogue One. Yeah. I'm not going to see it ever again. Yeah. Exactly. That's okay. It's not real life. That's all right. This didn't actually happen. No, uh, it did then. You know, Leia did. Uh, Luke didn't just disappear. He did in, in real life. You know, Mark I mean? Hamill he did no. that. You know, so if you don't accept it, it didn't happen. It's fine. It's, it's fiction. Okay. Go watch the old fiction. ones. Just watch the old ones again. That's all right. Again. I'm going to watch the ones I like. I'm not going to watch the ones I don't. Because you can sit down and watch the original trilogy, right? And when mm. it finishes, you can know George Lucas didn't think when this film ended, oh, so Kylo Ren's going to come out. Yeah. <laughs> I got came, Like yeah. he's writing the script for the episode it's 7. Really, he's always on that, in George the Lucas. 80s. That didn't happen. So that wasn't the plan. So anyway, mm. like, I don't know. Eight, eight and a half. I need to think about it again. I need to watch it again. I'm sticking with a nine. Oh, yeah. Because, um, but I am going to go see it again in... Four and a half hours. Yeah. It's it's a weird one to gauge for me because I just because there's so much nostalgia for all of them, even the shit ones. Mm. I need time for it to feel like Star Wars and then think about my enjoyment to it because it's on another level of like review for me because it's just such nostalgia and it's got to connect with that for me to... It's got to feel like Star Wars for me to like it. And it does. It does. It's just not quite there yet because I'm not used to the idea of it existing yet because it's mm. been 12 hours. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely, man. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, that was weird. I said that in a weird way. It's fine. We'll keep going. It's fine. But no, it, it, it is very fresh uh, and opinions grow and change. And yes. We'll see what happens. I might hate it when I come out of the mm. second session. I won't. Mm. Uh, but I will be interested to find out what the, the group of people that I'm seeing it with tonight yeah. think of it as well. Because as soon as we came out at our screening, the first the first thing that we heard was that layer scene. Yeah. That Leia scene. I think yeah. that's going to be the biggest negative for some people. It was very strange. It was weird for me to get over, and I liked, I liked it, but it still felt weird. So that scene, that scene in the in the mirror, that was cool. That Did, was very Harry Potter. It was, wasn't it? It was very Harry Potter. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. But Ryan Johnson's a very competent filmmaker, I think. Um, as long as he doesn't bring time travel into this with his trilogy, please don't. Please don't do it. Hmm. Like, maybe, maybe with light speed, I'll get that. I'll take that. But no. No. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that, that's pretty much it, I think. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty good movie podcast. That's pretty good movie podcast. All right, another episode. Thanks. Thanks. We're tired. We're very tired. Yeah, so you can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud as the Pretty Good Movie Podcast on Twitter and yell at me for disagreeing with your opinions at PGM Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> and, um,. Yeah, we'll be back with some, some year-end countdowns, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, hopefully, we can sort out this room and then... Yeah. There we go. Where we, we go. See how the quality is. If, I, if we film it, I go, nope, then it's 
just sound, but then just I have sound, to, we'll, see, we'll see how we go. Come on. We're sort of making this one up as we go, but it's exciting. I wonder if this is going to be on there. I don't know. I don't know yet. I, I think Ray know. has a crush on Poe Dameron. Oh, yeah. Just because I do? Yeah. You, do. you know what I mean? I'm a straight so, man. So every character does. I'm a straight man, but yeah. every character in these films has a crush on Poe Dameron. Like, yeah. Because I do. Like Luke walked through the group. And he's like, he's like, fuck, who's that? <laughs> he's got his force mind thing in the and he's like, hey, who's the, who's the new pilot? She's like, he's a bit of work, she yeah. says. Nah, he's cool though. He is cool. I'm glad they first He just can't have the actor being straight after the whole like sibling thing. No, he's, no way. He's, he's, he's a loose unit that looks cool. Loose Skywalker. Loose, loose Skywalker. Yeah. All right. I hope Podemeron doesn't sing. <laughs> <laughs>